Hey, you guys! Welcome to 20 Days in Abroad podcast. Today is the host, Carolina, and I'm together with Leah. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hi! First of all, thank you so much for having me. I think this is a very great idea, you podcast. Thank <laughs> I'm you! I'm so grateful to be here. <laughs> um, yeah, so my name is Leah. I am 27 years old. I'm originally from Munich. And I recently graduated as a designer and I'm, yeah, I would say work in the field of social design and yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> so Congratulations on your graduation. Thank you so much. I'm so happy. <laughs> you should <Finally>. be. <laughs> yes. Why don't you tell a little bit about your childhood? So you were born in, uh, and grew up in Munich, as I remember. Exactly, exactly. So, um, yeah, I, I actually grew up not in the city center, but at, yeah, in a suburb of Munich. And I had a, yeah, I had a great childhood. I can't complain. I have great parents and I have two siblings. And um, yeah, I went to high school here in Munich too. And there I had the chance for like to go to um to school exchange just because you <laughs> this thing is about traveling so I went to New Zealand for a bit and um, yeah then I started studying after this <laughs> yeah it was great it was um, actually some a, a real exchange so one person came to my home for three months and then I went to New Zealand I went to Wellington for um, three months as well so I stayed there and I went there to high school and uh, yeah I enjoyed this beautiful country I can only recommend it it's so great people are awesome the nature is amazing and um, yeah I definitely want to go back there at some point <laughs> what was your what is your best memory from New Zealand mm, my best memory I think it was actually going to school there because the school system is so different And um, you only are, I was, I think I was like around 15. So I was in a higher class, so I could choose. Um, they only have like five subjects to choose. So you can choose any subject you want. You can choose sport or cooking or theater or German or whatever. <laughs> so it's really, the school system is really focused on your own needs and your own interests and that was really different compared to my school here in Germany where you had to like a lot of um, different uh, subjects especially like the the things with uh, uh, maths and stuff which I'm not very <laughs> good at so it was really great to have this experience to like really enjoy going to school that was amazing <laughs> I stayed with a family so I stayed with a girl um, who's been at my place before that and um, yeah it was a very nice family as well I was really lucky and a nice home and they had two dogs and was really and a sheep <laughs> oh wow and uh, after high school what did you do then mm, so I I finished high school when I was I think 18 or 19 or no, it's 19 And then I actually went to Southeast Asia for, I think, four months, something like this. And I traveled there, which was also very great. I went to Cambodia and Vietnam and Thailand for a bit. And uh, I was 
at first I was there with a friend of mine and then I traveled by myself, which is um, yeah, something I can uh, also really recommend to travel by yourself. And um, yeah, I've I just been traveling up the, the countries and around and I met amazing people, which was great. And the food is amazing, especially in Vietnam. I enjoyed the food so much. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if you like Vietnamese food, but there was... I, I never ate that good in my life again. <laughs> oh, that sounds awesome. great. But for yeah. example, for people that are afraid to travel by themselves, what would you suggest? Mm, I would suggest, I think what made it a little bit easier for me was that I um, I was also a little bit, not scared, but a little bit worried sometimes. Um, but what helped me a lot was that I went with my friend at the first place. So we, I think we stayed together for like a month. So you don't jump in the cold water um, <laughs> by yourself. But um, yeah, I would just recommend just try it. You know, there's always um, like you can always book a ticket back. You, if you don't try it, you don't know how, how it would turn out. And after this, I also traveled um, by myself again. Like I went to other countries um, and yeah, it's just one of the greatest things to do. And um, I mean, like today, it's also that there's always Wi-Fi and there's always um, somewhere to connect, you know, so you can always call people from home if you feel lonely. And um, I think that makes it a lot easier, too. So there's actually nothing to worry about. If you don't like it, you can always go back. <laughs> exactly. How yeah. is the language barrier? Um, the language barrier was kind of difficult sometimes because sometimes the people there really don't speak a word of English. And of course, I don't speak a word of um, Vietnamese, for example. Um, so that was sometimes a little bit difficult, but I experienced it as very, I, I just experienced the people as very open and friendly and kind and um yeah, you just talk with hands and feet. <laughs> so, um, so there's, yeah, I think if, if you really have something very, very important, you always find someone to translate. But like in those daily situations, you can always show the people and um, you just have to communicate in a different way, I guess. Yeah. Well, oh, that sounds really amazing that you did it like by yourself. Yeah. And were you staying in hostels or you were renting your own place? No, most of the time I actually stayed in hostels. I And that's something I would also recommend for people um, who yeah, might think about to travel by themselves. It's If you go to a hostel, you meet so many people in the same situation and open-minded people who really want to hang out and do stuff together and experience the country. So... I think a hostel is always a good place to stay. And I experienced that as very um, great. And I met so many nice friends too. Like you meet someone and then you travel together for a bit and you actually become really close. And that's a very um, great thing to experience, I would say. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think like hostels are underrated. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I am... Um, no, totally. And even my parents, like they are in their 
60s now and they also go to hostels when they travel well, they recently been to Poland I think um, Warsaw and um, they also stayed in a hostel and they said oh it was be because before they didn't really do it but now they really try to do it more because they say it's so great they meet so many nice people and it's no matter how old or young you are it's um, a place for everyone I think Oh, that's really nice that they have courage to go yeah. after, like, not trying. Because when you're younger, I think it's kind of easier to try because you yeah. don't think too much. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so what what is your best highlight from traveling through East Asia? Mm, my best highlight, definitely the food, as I said. The food yeah. is just, uh, it's also very, very, very cheap compared to Europe. Um, and just very fresh and so many different types of foods. I, I, I tried so, yeah, yeah, I don't know, random stuff. And um, I really enjoyed that. And I think, um, yeah, of course, also like the, the landscape, especially in Vietnam, I really, um, I really enjoyed this country so much. The landscape is amazing. You have... In the north, you have like mountains, and in the south, you have um, beaches and and big cities. So it's you have those tiny villages, and then very big cities. It's very um, yeah. There's just so much to do. I, I really really enjoyed that so much. <laughs> Sounds like an amazing country to me. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like really um, go there. Cambodia is great too, and Thailand. I really enjoyed that too, but um, my favorite country was Vietnam, I would say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So where were your uh, further like uh, adventures? Where did you go next? <laughs> um, next, I actually um, went to, yeah, like after high school, I, I traveled and then I, I worked for a bit and just like random jobs, like random jobs you do just to earn some money. And um, then I actually traveled again. I did a very long cycling tour with my, um, yeah, my, my ex-boyfriend back then. And we went to Croatia and Bosnia and Albania. So we cycled there from Italy, which was also really great, I think, for almost two months. Oh, wow. That yeah. sounds incredible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a crazy experience because I never, like, of course, I... I cycled before, but I never really did tours or something. And then I just, we just came up with this idea and we were like, okay, let's try it. And we went like in August or we started in August, which is like the hottest month down there. And um, yeah, we didn't really plan that much. So sometimes it was quite tough, <laughs> but it was also, um, yeah, sometimes like this not planning also offers a lot of experiences and um, unexpected moments and yeah we had a really great time and very strong legs after this <laughs> oh wow I can imagine about <laughs> strong legs two months of cycling it's not very flat there is it no absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not I still remember like cycling up hills for like eight hours for one day and I was like really at the end of this day I was I just passed out. I never slept that good in my life because I was so tired and so exhausted, but like in a good way. Yeah, 
It was crazy. <laughs> Did you cycle like every day or you had some breaks in between? Mm, so we, no, we actually had some breaks in, in between. So we, um, one time I remember like a couple of days, it was just really rainy. So that's really not, not very nice to cycle in the rain of course. And um, then we also tried sometimes to stop um, in a city we liked, also very spontaneous. Most of the time we just cycled somewhere and then we said like, oh, should we stay here? Or we met nice people and then we stayed there. So we stayed, for example, I think in Dubrovnik in, mm-hmm. for like two or three days. And then in Albania, we also stayed in uh, some cities for a bit and then yeah just very spontaneous wherever we liked it and then we just stopped there <laughs> sounds like a crazy experience I couldn't imagine cycling uphill for eight hours on yeah. day it was crazy <laughs> <laughs> what was your biggest highlight from this trip mm, my biggest highlight is oh, I loved like in this time of the year, in August and September, the, the figs are ripe on the trees. That sounds great. I remember I was collecting figs in August in Corsica and I was thinking like, that's the best oh, thing ever. Because we don't have ever. this in cold countries. Yes, exactly, exactly. And if we have them there, like in Germany, I think like one fig is like one euro fifty or something. That's so expensive. <laughs> and there you can just like eat them and nobody like wants them because they have so much they're just like ah take them (laughs) that was amazing yeah (laughs) that sounds right like we really like there's so many privileges uh, we could get like from just going to really exotic countries yeah and they don't they have no idea what it means for us from people that come from kind of colder countries yeah, totally, totally. That's so crazy. Yeah, I also always imagine like, imagine like living on a beach or like in a country where like there's no winter or something, and you just you just have summer all all year long. That must be so. I don't know. That's that's crazy. <laughs> uh, so what did happen after the cycling trip? Where did you finish it? Um, we actually finished in Albania. We we wanted to cycle to Greece but um, we just didn't have any money and time anymore <laughs> so we had to stop in Albania um, so then from Albania we went back to Italy with a ship and then we took a bus back home and um, yeah after that I um, I uh, yeah I started uh, study in Germany but I didn't really enjoyed that much and then I decided to move to the Netherlands to Maastricht <laughs> and that's where I spent the past yeah four years that was actually quite funny because I I um I studied in Germany I studied design I studied uh, jewelry design and I felt like oh that's really like the design thing is really what I want to do but just the jewelry part is not really my thing I mean I I really love jewelry and I also enjoyed making it but um, at the end it was not like it was just not my thing not for me so I just I just looked up in the internet 
where are nice design schools and I, I wanted to leave Germany as well because I kind of had this urge to move to another country. So I, um, yeah, I just, um, the, the Netherlands are just a very um, elaborate country when it comes to design. They're like really famous for their design. And um, yeah, I just looked up uh, universities in the Netherlands and then I found this study in Maastricht and then I applied for it and in two weeks I got the answer that I that I am able to come study there and then uh, I moved there <laughs> that's great <laughs> yeah I um I really like Maastricht it's a very um it's a very small city and it's a very beautiful city like they have so many old buildings it almost feels like I don't know. Sometimes when I walk through the city, I was like, this is so unrealistic, beautiful. This is, yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't handle this. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I really liked it. I just um, experienced Maastricht as a little bit too small for me. So it's, um, yeah, it's, it's very nice to stay there for a bit, but I think I wouldn't move back there because it's just, too small and also the the cultural things are the cultural offers are not that big so um yeah that's the only thing but third I really I really liked it and very very friendly people in the south of the Netherlands the people are really um I experienced them as really friendly and open and um yeah, Maastricht is a nice town, especially I, I can really recommend it for like a weekend trip or something or like a couple of days. Just explore the city and and sit in some great restaurants and bars outside. And uh, yeah, it's a nice city. And are you speaking uh, Dutch by any chance? Yeah, I'm actually I actually learned Dutch. Yeah. I um my studies were in Dutch, so I uh, I had I had to learn Dutch. <laughs> How did they accept you? If you did you speak Dutch before, or you learned it in the Netherlands? No, I didn't speak it before. I didn't speak one word. I actually have never before I moved to the Netherlands. I'd never been to the Netherlands. I actually really didn't have any idea about the Netherlands. So I I I, I knew Amsterdam, but I didn't know any other like. I don't know. It was just not on my, not on my, how do you say that? On my screen. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I just, they just told me, yeah, you, you have to, um, you have to learn that. And I was like, yeah, okay, don't worry. <laughs> I, I try it. <laughs> and of course it's for, for German speaking people, it's not that difficult to learn that because it's quite similar. Um, which also made it sometimes quite confusing for me because like if the words are so similar but just a little bit different it can be so confusing <laughs> i can't imagine they let you study that but that's so great and how like that they let you to study in dutch even without speaking the language yeah yeah i mean it's like of course i studied design so design is not um not something like for example law or something you know because there you really have to read a lot of books and have to write a lot of stuff and um and in design it's a lot of you do a lot of stuff with your hands so <laughs> so like the focus is most of the time more on the practical part instead of the the written parts or something so um i think that really uh made a difference for me i think if i would 
I, I, I wouldn't have done it if it would be a very, um, yeah, uh, different topic, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. But congratulations on learning Dutch. It's not the, one of the easiest language, I must say. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it can be, um, especially the pronunciation. I mean, like in, in the south of the Netherlands, they pronounce, um, for example, the G very, very soft. But in the north, it's, yeah, you can tell it's sometimes very. Yes. That's, that's just a very weird sound. <laughs> Did you learn it too? Or, um... I was learning it, but yeah. I didn't succeed much. I, like, <laughs> at that time, I could speak it. When I was living there, I lived there for nine yeah. months in The Hague, yeah. uh, nearby yeah. Amsterdam. And, yeah. But my pronunciation was not even close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, of course, for, for German-speaking people, it's just a lot... Um, easier than so I, I really I really have a lot of respect for people from other countries who learn Dutch because it's just insanely crazy <laughs> yes but uh, you were while you were studying in the Netherlands you took an exchange and you moved where I moved to Zurich uh, Zurich so yes. I moved to Switzerland yeah <laughs> how did and, that idea um, came um, I actually, um, I applied for two uh, exchange universities. I applied for um, Milano, so for Italy, um, Milan, and then I applied for Zurich and I, I got um, accepted in Zurich very um, fast. But I was like, oh, no, I rather want to go to Italy, you know, and live this Italian lifestyle and everything. Mm. Um and then I also got accepted in Italy. And then very strangely, just my stomach told me, no, I think you should go to Zurich. I, I can't really tell why, because I really wanted to go to Italy. But then something in, in me said, no, I'd rather go to Zurich. And I really um, don't regret it at all. It was um, a great time. And the university was really, really good as well. Um, I learned so much. And I also had the chance to follow um, an internship after the exchange. So I did a three or four month internship at a design studio in Zurich. And um, yeah, I mean, I loved Zurich. I loved Switzerland. It's such a beautiful country, right? I couldn't agree more. I really couldn't. <laughs> I, loved, I loved every bit of it. And I'm very happy we met there. Yes, yes, me too. It's so funny. I was so happy you contacted me because like we only met once, right? And, and we so, met for uh, a very short time. Very short time, exactly. So um, That yeah. even was like kind of an accident because we were standing in a line to get to a bar. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And all your friends were inside. You were by yourself and I was with my friend and we were complaining that we have to wait to get to our favorite bar. <laughs> And then we just That's start talking. True. Yeah, yeah. So funny. So funny. <laughs> I'm I'm so happy that we um exchanged um yeah, like Instagram and stuff. That's that's such Me a great too. thing to stay in touch and stuff. <laughs> exactly. And I never like I knew that you were from Germany and I knew that something is with Netherlands about you. I didn't know what exactly, but now I'm so happy that I can hear like the whole journey <laughs> that you were actually in so many different places and that you did these crazy biking trips and went by yourself <laughs> for three months to Asia. 
it's it's really like I I love meeting people and I love talking to them and like hearing their stories because when you even though we met in Zurich for a little bit I only heard very very small percentage of what actually you have been totally yeah absolutely no that's very true that's so um that's so exciting to hear like the stories afterwards or like to to really get to know a person and and like really hear what they've been doing and stuff I really enjoy that too yeah yes yeah. so but by the way which universities did you go to in uh, the Netherlands and in uh, Switzerland what were what were the names of them um so in Maastricht I went to the Maastricht um, Institute of Arts and in uh, Zurich I went to the Zuricher Hochschule der Künste that's like the the art university of yes um, of Zurich yeah that's great and how yeah. long did you stay in Zurich um I stayed in Zurich I came there in I think January and then I stayed there until April or March because then corona came and then I went back to Munich for two months because um yeah Zurich is really expensive and, oh yes um, yeah <laughs> you can tell it oh yes. insanely expensive so I, I I was during the lockdown I was um in Munich for two months and then I went back to Zurich in May and then I stayed from May until I think November yeah something like this mm-hmm. then I already yeah. moved out from there by that ah, time okay. so we didn't see each other anymore yeah yeah no because we right. met we met like literally the last weekend before they announced the lockdown yeah totally crazy yeah I, I thought about that too it's so crazy it was I think it was the last time for me to to go to a bar before the lockdown it was the it was yeah it was like the last uh party I would say and then they yeah. because in Switzerland before that nothing was really told that the situation that bad and all and after that they said okay national lockdown yeah crazy yeah could you like easily leave back to Germany because they closed the borders um yeah I could it was it was actually quite easy for me because you can always um as a German citizen you're always allowed to to return but I think I had to go to quarantine for a bit yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then after switzerland you moved back to the netherlands or you came back to munich um after switzerland i actually had a very uh stupid knee injury <laughs> so i had a surgery um and i stayed in munich for two months because i i uh yeah couldn't walk or anything and then i moved back to to maastricht after this i after hope you're recovering I hope you're fine by now. I'm fine by now. I'm totally, completely fine by now, luckily. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. (laughs) And and ever since you were staying now in Maastricht? Um, Yeah, no, I actually, um, I went uh, on the... I, I went on vacation and after I graduated, I went to Croatia and uh, I went to Ljubljana and Berlin and I just traveled around for a bit. I was so done with with the university, so I was like, oh, I really need some time off. 
Um, so I did that and then I went back to Munich for a month and then I went, um, I ju actually just came back from the Netherlands. I've been um, to, um, to the Netherlands the past month because I went to the Dutch or I exhibited at the Dutch Design Week, which is a very big uh, design fair in Eindhoven. And um, yeah, that's, uh, that's what I did the past month, which was really great as well a very nice experience sounds very adventurous yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love the spirit that you easily moved from one place to another you don't feel like i don't know any pressure or anything you just want to enjoy life yeah yeah totally <laughs> i i try my best but definitely i am um, yeah i also i i, I actually really enjoy that too and i am um, I, uh, when I moved out from Maastricht uh, and moved to Zurich, I actually sold most of my things, like all of my furniture and a lot of my personal stuff too. So now I don't really, yeah, I don't really have that much stuff anymore. So um, like I don't have any furniture or anything actually <laughs> so that makes it of course very easy for me to just pack my suitcase and go somewhere it's a very um yeah it gives me a lot of freedom I would say it's it's very um I really enjoy that too yes I think I think since you start like traveling around you need to always take everything and you just start thinking about what you actually need Exactly. Absolutely. That's so right. That's so right. And, and um, yeah. And it's uh, through all these trips, the biking trips and Asia trips and this past summer trip, are you usually traveling with one luggage or one uh, bag or how is it working? <laughs> I, um, most of that time I take my big red suitcase <laughs> for my, for my biking trip. I only had like those, cycling bags and um for that trip in asia i had a backpack um but now for example when i moved back to to maastricht i i uh when i after my knee surgery thing um i had the chance to stay in a furnished uh, room so i also only took my suitcase with a couple of clothes and that's it my laptop <laughs> <laughs> i think uh when people live in one place, they don't realize much crap we actually keep for just in yes. case moments. They are yeah. not going to come. Crazy. They're not going to come. Just like forget about them. Once yes. in like 10 years, it's not worth it. It just, there are people that actually would enjoy those things in daily life and we, we often keep them for yeah, nothing. Totally. Yeah, totally. I, I totally agree on that. That's so crazy how much... And it's also, it happens so fast that you don't even recognize how much stuff you have. Mm -hmm. Like you, you just buy this and that, and then you, and at the end, like after staying somewhere for two years and then you have to move out and you're like, what the fuck? I have so much stuff. That's so crazy. It's like really, um, or I, I really try to, to avoid to buy too much things or like, as you said, those just in case maybe I need this six pairs of uh, something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally not. <laughs> I no, actually, it's, yeah. 
I actually moved to Austria, had two pairs of shoes. I was wow. even surprised, but I had to buy new things because at that time I was also, okay, this is all I can finally maybe get something new. But just the yeah. fact that I arrived with like one pair of shoes and flip-flops, which don't count at all. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course, of course. But it can be very freeing, right? It can be very nice to just have those, just go there with two pairs and then just look, you know. And then, of course, if you need something, you can buy something. Yeah, and if exactly. you want to get rid of it, you can sell it. And uh, yeah. Yeah, just when, once I started buying again, I was very selective that this is use actually. Yeah. And it fits yeah. and all. So when I travel, that I don't have 100 pairs of shoes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Shoes are so heavy too and take so much space. Oh, eh? yes. I mean, you can... Let's talk about space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can pack some easy, light uh, t shirts, but shoes are always like, oh, damn, I need to fit the shoes in my suitcase. Oh. <laughs> you have to learn yeah. how to rely on yourself. And Yes, to just to be by yourself, it's extremely important. I, I back in the days, I couldn't yeah. do it. I was always surrounded by people. I couldn't imagine solving my own problems. And now after living abroad, it's such yeah. an important skill to have. Absolutely, absolutely. I think it's just so different. Like when you're home, you have this safe haven and you have your family and, and the people you know in the surroundings, you know. And, um, and yeah, it's just... It's just so different if you're if you're all alone suddenly. Um, it's very confronting sometimes too. Mm. But I think it's um, also very good and very fruitful and and a great experience. I would say, mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, just to wrap this podcast up, that I'm really enjoying so much, I could speak to you for hours. <laughs> but one question: What do you regret the most of not doing, in like in general, maybe of living abroad, maybe specific country, as you mm. wish to answer? Um, I sometimes, um, or I realized now that I thought about this question, um, I think I realized that I sometimes worry too much. I was sometimes, um, yeah, sometimes I really was kind of lost in this whole, oh, what am I going to do in the future? And uh, what am I, uh, yeah, what, what, uh, where do I want to live? And da, da, da. And I, um, and I sometimes didn't do it in an easy way, but more in a kind of stressful way. And now I, I really try to focus um, to focus on the great opportunities like I have or, or people in our age have. We don't have or most of us don't have a family yet or a partner, some of us, I don't know. And um, we're just very free and we can do anything. And I think it's, it's and I know it sounds kind of, cheesy but I think um for me I I really I kind of if I regret something then it's that I sometimes worry too much about yeah about, about life the, and, yes yeah and I yeah. think that's yeah I have been exactly the same and it took me a while to learn how to be present yeah exactly yeah absolutely absolutely that's very true. And um, 
yeah and also yeah just to to enjoy those those little moments you know because you have this great opportunity to stay in a foreign country and to get to know a different culture and different people and um and of course there are always bad days there are days when you don't feel that well that's just human and that's normal but um there are also so many times where you can really try to focus on the on the great opportunity you're you're having exactly exactly yeah. i really agree with what you said it was very nice <laughs> yeah And thank you, Lee, once again for participating in this podcast. I really had the pleasure of having you here today. Yes, of course. Thank you so much. I think it's a really great idea, and I'm I'm really curious to hear the other um, the other people speaking. I'm really excited. Thank you thank so you. much. <laughs> thank you very much, and we will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you. Bye. Bye.